Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have to be sacred stone. <laughs> oh, this you crazy mother. Welcome to this week's edition of Skip the Tutorial, number one video game podcast in the 36th chamber of Shaolin. I'm one of your hosts this week, Brian, Mr. Miyagi Daniels, and joining me across the universe on Skype is none other than Todd, David Carradine, Fortner. What's going on, man? Daniel son. Daniel son. Wax on, wax off. Daniel, stop waxing off. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize that waxing and waning meant two different things, which makes me dumb. Like, what isn't waxing growing make, and, yeah. and waning? Waning is like shrinking. Shrinking. Yeah. Mm. Waxing is growing, so you have a full waxing moon, and then you have a waning moon. Waning. Yeah, I've been yeah. following that shit lately, man. The waning gibbous and the waxing gibbous before the full moon, before people turn into motherfucking werewolves. I'm trying to make sure I'm keeping an eye out. Werewolves are real. They're real. I swear. They're real. Silver bullet. I love that movie. I saw a werewolf at the local Kroger. He has a mullet. He has a mullet and he wears a gold chain. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. I swear. So, so you've seen the the homeless zombies as well, man. How, how you doing today, bro? How you doing? Man, I'm good, dude. We got a new bedroom set at the house. Um, so, you know, I'm still sore from putting that together. Uh, that's what you're calling it, baby? Yes. Knocking that thing out the box, huh? That's what Black I'm calling cheeks. it. That's what I'm calling it. Uh, but our new bed is like low. Like, our old bed was, like, high, and it was one of those, like, fancy ones that, like, raised, and you could do all sorts of stuff with it, and the new one's just, like, a flat bed, which I prefer, um, and it matches, like, we, we feel, I feel like we have, like, an adult bedroom now, which we had, like, one that was pieced together prior to this, uh, but we got, like, matching nightstands and a matching entertainment center in there with a bigger TV, which we already had in the house, we just didn't know what to do with, um, but now my wife has been waking me up at night, dude, because the new bed is lower. And my wife, just to give you some information, has been a terrified of Chucky since I've known her. Traumatized as a child, was forced to go see a Chucky movie in theaters when she was too young to go see it. And so now she's been waking me up at night because she's having nightmares because our bed's the right height for Chucky to come get her. Um, before this, it was too high for Chucky, but now it's apparently right to the ground. So it's been waking up her at night because now it's the exact height for Chucky, the Chucky doll. I keep letting her know, dude, our pit bull would not allow Chucky into the room. Our pit bull is a freak and would destroy that doll in a heartbeat. <laughs> but still, what is, what does that look for? What does that look? I'm trying to figure out that look. I mean, our pit bull's a weirdo, dude. She's weird. She tears into things. But Chucky's a terrifying concept, I think. I think. I mean, he was. Not anymore. Like, now he's just silly. I haven't seen that latest Chucky movie. Uh, the one that they, when they remade it. Did you ever watch the remake? I think I've, they bleed together, the newer ones. Yeah. Um, Chucky always was kind of funny to me, man. Uh, it is a weird thing though like I, I i know i think it's just at a certain age if you see a certain type of movie it'll fuck with you like mine yeah. is pet cemetery dude and pet being cemetery, that it's october right? and it's that kind of month uh where he cuts that dude's kinda... achilles tendon and he does that creepy smile holding the blade up and he's like hey, i'm a child 
And now he's the head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders. <laughs> That's not true, is it? <laughs> is that true? Is that true? John Gruden, baby. The Chucky doll. Oh, the Chucky doll? I got to look at this. That's the sequel. Yes. Chucky grew up into John Gruden. Uh, he is now the head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders. So you can tell your wife she has nothing to fear anymore. There we go. Now there we go. Chucky has a multi-million dollar contract. He does look the like years. Chucky. And then plus, it's a situation where we are all going to learn karate because this week's episode ties directly into the feeling of self-defense, especially in October where you might need to defend yourself from fucking homeless zombies or, yes. you know, reincarnated dolls. Yes. So we want those top seven kung fu movies. <laughs> we got to talk about it. This is a video game show, but sometimes we get together to do a top seven. And the reality is, is me and Todd both love kung fu and anime movies. So we're bringing out our top seven kung fu movies. Dude, John Gruden does look like Chucky as a person. That's weird, man. That's weird. I thought you were talking yeah. about the kid from uh, Pet Cemetery. Girl, I was like, whatever happened to that kid? Nah, nah, they marketed John Gruden as, as Chucky. Like, there's literally, like, John Gruden fucking uh, dolls out there. And uh, I just find that interesting. That's what that turned into. But that is, that, that's, that's all. Oh, I mean, it is perfect Chucky height, I guess, for like Chucky to just, like, if you think about yeah. that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and my fat ass cat sounds like a weird sinister demon sometimes. So that just it, that, that would freak me out. Just the idea of it, bro. But <laughs> weird you know, maybe sinister demon. She's just fat and low to the ground. It sounds weird sometimes when I'm drunk at night. It just sounds like a sinister demon is running around the house. I love <laughs> that movie, Sinister. I do. Did you ever see that one, Insidious? Yeah, yeah, Insidious as well. Yep, that's yeah. Insidious. The Darth yeah, Maul yeah. demon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, like, yeah, that's what I was when saying. they revealed that demon, I couldn't take it seriously because I was like, "That's just Darth Maul. That's literally just Darth Maul." What did you that's guys literally do? Literally, what happened after he died? Though that, that <laughs> that's movie exactly did me out. That's but I true. Think that's a, another reason why maybe going into the kung fu and anime style this month. I'm sorry. They just released the Invincible animated Prime teaser, and I'm so excited to see what it looks like animated. Um, sorry. I got real excited there for a moment. Um, I completely blanked out. Have you ever seen like something pop up online and then your brain just goes dead for a moment? That's the problem with that, especially when you're trying to handle business. I know, man. I'm sorry. That's on me. That's on my. No, it's all good, bro. Trust me. Like how many times I blank out just to blank out? Yeah. Hey, before yeah. we get to this list, can I uh, ask you a question? Of course you can. You never have to ask me that. <laughs> can I grow a skullet? Should I? Should I grow a skullet? I don't know. Honestly, I've questioned that myself. Can you? I don't know. I mean, can. I can, but I, should I? Are you sure? Yeah. What is that? What is that? It's it's where you have a little patch of hair right here, and then you grow this hair way down the back. I would completely encourage that. Look at me right now, looking like a nineteen nineties tribe called Quest Reject extra. A tribe hey, called my, Quest Reject. Hey, Tennessee. Tennessee, <laughs> Tennessee, Tennessee is making like Kurt Cobain, man. <laughs> Black hole, son, won't you come? Watch away the pain. Black hole, son. I was, I like those things on TikTok where people sing like pop punkers, and it's like, what's my age again? What's my age again? <laughs> you lost me. I, I went back to get you impact. So. 
I'm excited about this list. And it's as usual, this has been inspired by a Ghost Rider. And, you know, I'm going to say it at the end as well. Yes. Uh, I'm, this list is impossible. So <laughs> there's this so many cool, uh, Wushu films uh, across the board. You know, yeah. th- this should be interesting as My well. My number one is Avatar. <laughs> Just letting you guys know. The live action movie was underrated and deserves more credit than it gets. I'm just saying. I'm kidding. I'm just movie's boring as hell. I don't know what you're talking about. The movie's boring. But this is the thing, man. Um oh yeah, free free BG. Mm. I was listening with Sour this morning. But uh yeah, I think I want to sw- let, let's switch up the motherfucking format on it. Sure. Because I actually am like completely blind on here. You brought up the good anime transition. But um, what's your number seven, bro? My number seven is the one that introduced me to the kung fu genre when I was probably a good seven years old. Had stars. My parents gave me a television because I was spoiled, and it was in my bedroom, and I had stars. It's Rumble in the Bronx. Jackie Chan. Classic. Airboat chase. Kung fu all over the place. I was mesmerized, dude. Seven years old watching this movie. Absolutely mesmerized that this was even possible physically. As a fat little white kid in the suburbs of Beaumont, Texas, watching people move like this was out of my realm. I mean, we watched football growing up. You ran into each other. You didn't do flips or kicks or punch people in the face. Like, it's just the fact that Jackie Chan, like, personal hero of mine, dude. I've been watching Jackie Chan since I was that age. Love his movies. Love all of his movies. Um, even the kind of sillier, more meant for children one. I'm always impressed with what that man can do. Um, and Rumble in the Bronx was the first one. Don't remember the story. Don't care. Didn't matter. 90% of the movie is a chase scene and it's awesome and it's a fight. And I just remember watching this movie and just going, yeah, I want to take karate. And I did. And I sucked at it, but I still enjoyed taking karate at that age. So yes, my number seven is Rumble in the Bronx with Jackie Chan. One of my favorite movies of all great time. Great choice, and me imagining you chili raging, <laughs> learning the sweet <laughs> art of karate, brings such joy to my life. They and kicked me out of that class. <laughs> That's a story for another day. Well, I'm I sure. wouldn't stop low kicking. Basically, I was just so like, so you used eh. to kick people in the nuts, pretty you're, much. You're Chris Paul of karate, Chris Paul. That's karate. fucked up. I yeah. can imagine it. Um, yeah. Now that's a great choice, and, and I did your break choice, some wood. That's what she said. And <laughs> it reminds me of the fact that I believe I like the Chinese, man. Um, me too. So Jackie Chan is a great choice. I'm glad that you actually are going to have a real list because, once again, I'm just doing what the fuck I want to do. Like, I already know how I love this it. is going to start out. That was like a rumble in the Bronx is a great fucking kung fu film. And I like what I like about Jackie Chan's career, even though I couldn't put him on a list, he deserves to be like actual quality movies. Um, He's the got fact that so he went many. to theater school for it and has been doing it for so long, has been was doing his stunts, and like you said, like what you watched in Rumble in the Bronx is hard to imagine how you physically can do that, and then over like an extended career, he's like the LeBron James in a lot of ways of kung fu movies. So yeah, thank you for covering the Jackie Chan Rumble in the Blocks. That's that's actually a classic kung fu film. Yeah, my mine it, my number seven. I don't even think comps uh, is uh, a kung fu film. But, All right, what is your no? I got to hear this. What is your number seven? Well, it's Dragon Ball Evolution. Um, I quit. You know. <laughs> I quit. 
I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, Fair choice. Uh, evolution. This is actually a favorite only because of the joy that it brought my little sister. It's one of my favorite kung fu movies, not because it's my personal favorite. It's because it's my sister's personal yeah. personal favorite. And we have our show, and we can talk about whatever the fuck we That's want. That's right. So when we was putting this list together, the joy of Ninja Assassin, the 2009 Yes. Film, that movie is ridiculously over it, the top. It, it is not and I good. I love it's, it. Right, like I think the critics is in the twenties percent as far as what it's rated, but like ninety four percent people that watch the movie like the movie. I want to watch not, it again. Yeah, it's just it's not. I don't even know if it's considered like kung fu, but it's considered kung fu in my mind. It's a ninja and it's a damn assassin. Um, which there's a little bit of a theme at the bottom of the list, and it's just to get the blood juices flowing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, to start off, but uh, yeah, Ninja Assassin 2009 adaptation. Of how you turned into a ninja and assassin in America's with an actor that I can't remember his name. He's not supremely memorable, but it tells like the monk to ninja assassin story with supernatural elements in it. And it's just supremely over the top. And it just represents Rain. a certain style and genre. Rain, Rain is the actor's you. name. Thank you. He Actually, was in Speed Racer, too. Right, right, right. And, it, and like genre wise with these types, I was like, okay, well, fuck it. We can start the list out with this. So. That's my number seven. Bro. I love it, dude. I love because personally, I saw that movie in theaters. Like I went to theaters to go see it and I loved it. And then when I saw it was so poorly rated, I was like, I don't understand what you expected from a movie called Ninja Assassin. <laughs> That's another thing. We talked about this a long time ago on Critics versus the People. But it's just like, I don't know what you expecting with this. This is I mean, exactly I just had what to I want out a way to get one fucking Kung Fu film with ass ass in it. That's it. Yeah. So that's my number seven. My number six is a Jet Li modern classic, in my opinion. It's Hero. That's my number six. Continue. You too? Really? That's great. I swear That's to God. nuts, I dude. That is nuts. You. It's Jet Li number six. My j- number six kung fu movie. I'll show you. I'll show you I after this. I love thing. Hero, it's dude. Right. It's film so wise, good. Right? Yes. Like kung fu film. Film. Like, it is so aesthetically pleasing and beautiful. That whole fight sequence where the dude is playing the little guitar and the, they're fighting like... And then the end with, like, the arrows, like, oh, dude, and you just see the outline of them. Like, Hero's one of my favorite movies of all time. I love that movie so much. It is right, so nah, good. It just, it just, yeah, it's just, and speaking of ass-ass, like, it's an yes. assassination attempt story. Um, yes. And it's just so well done, like, the ending of that movie. Yes. It's so emotionally impactful, too, because you're right. watching this dude, like, he's going to stand there, and he's not going to move. He doesn't care. At that point, he's like, I am becoming a martyr at this point. And it's beautiful, dude. It's beautiful. Right. It's, it's not like choking yourself and jacking yourself off until you almost die. <laughs> kind of like <laughs> excitement yeah. driven over the topness that you're looking for with that. Like, if you're looking for a good emotional kung fu Sunday film, Hero still stands up. And Jet Li, yeah. see, now Jet Li was more so of an opposite school than. than Jackie Chan, no disrespect to Jackie Chan, yeah. but Jet Li was really punching people in the motherfucking yeah. chest with that shoe for real as a young age, and you can tell that being built into the film as well. Um, so that that's that's that synergy, bro. That's it that's right that's there, synergy. bro. Like, I mean, and you want to talk about like the fight sequences that look like ballet performances, because that's what Hero reminded me of. It's like staged ballet. It's like Kabuki theater. It's it's gorgeous. I like the word Kabuki. <laughs> Great choice. My number five is an American outtake, and it's the only one that I'll have on here from America. But I couldn't disregard it. I couldn't ignore it. 
uh, Kill Bill Volume 1 and 2. It really, like, Kill Bill Volume 1, I couldn't ignore it. Like, I love Kill Bill 1 and 2. You talk about having the classics in there, the the, the references to other kung fu films, um, including some that are going to appear on my list. Some of the best fight sequences anim- ever. An anime sequence that is absolutely stunning. A musical sequence with, uh, you know, I mean, everything you want in that is just... I forget what the band's name is in that musical sequence, but it's it's really incredible. Kill Bill Volume One and Two is one of my favorites of all time, and I couldn't ignore it. Like I love that choice. Our only reason why it's not on my list is because we kind of we probably talked about it before the show. Yeah, I wasn't sure. I almost called you about this. This was the mm. crazy thing. I mm. almost called you. It was just like should Kill Bill count because yes. it is literally easily one of my favorites of favorites, right? But yep. I was like, is this a martial arts? assassination quentin tarantino splice film or is it like a, a kung fu film and at my at its heart it feels like a kung fu film so I'm i think so at glad its heart it is right 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 yeah. you know rp david carradine yeah i mean it's just the idea that kill bill like i couldn't make a kung fu list without kill bill just because of watching the extras on those dvds and hearing tarantino talk about like that informed me to watch so many kung fu movies I had never heard of, including one that's going to appear later on my list um, that directly influenced Kill Bill. So that is my number five. Todd, what is your number five, sir? 1971's The Big Boss starring Bruce Lee. Yes, dude. I am so glad. It's not on my list, but I almost put it on there. That's my favorite. Like, I had to do some digging with that one. Because, I mean, you still got so many Bruce Lee films. You got Enter the Dragon, Game of Death. The, yep. I mean, you know, but the like, it's so many. But the Big Boss Fist of Fury, as far as memorable, classic, and I think it has having more so some of the idealistic, the idea of it, it was a little bit different. I, I mean, some people would say it's the overwhelming feeling of like employees overthrowing the big boss, basically. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's now, you know, some capitalists might get pissed off by the film, but it's real. It's, and it's not one of probably the most highly rated uh bruce lee films but as far as kung fu movies as far as a memorable beat your ass and like show the skill another person that was trying to beat people up in real life <laughs> the big boss was shit so when yeah I was, when i was growing up you know what i'm saying um you know vengeance you kill my master type thing but more so just standing up for the people so yeah as far as kung fu movies one of the most memorable, but I mean, you can list a, the myriad of fucking um, Bruce Lee movies. That's just the one that I chose to put on the list today. Yeah. So yeah, Bruce Lee Bruce. will end up on my list later on. Um, that's an excellent choice. What was I on? Number four. Mm-hmm. Um, my number four is the one that I was talking about earlier that directly influenced Kill Bill Volume One and Two. It's the Five Deadly Venoms. The Five Deadly Venoms. I love this flick so much. It's ridiculous. It's over the top. The story doesn't make any sense, but it doesn't matter. You got five. Five different kung fu who's, uh, five different kung fu masters who are mastered in different styles of kung fu, whose master dies, and he tells them that one of them is a traitor. And it's just an intense, like, trail to find out who the traitor among the group is. And the fight sequences are gorgeous, the color palettes, um, the musical scores. You can see where this directly influenced Kill Bill, but you can also see where it directly influenced later on with, uh, Jet Li's style of filmmaking that he was doing, especially around that hero and fearless era with some of those fight sequences. Uh, the five deadly venoms. I bought this DVD back in 2011, 2010. 
Bro, I wore that DVD out. I used to fall asleep watching that movie. Like, that was my go-to for a long time, was just to have the five deadly venoms playing on in the background. I love that flick so much. I've seen it too many times at this point, but, you know, it will forever stick with me as one of my favorite kung fu films of all time. Todd, what is your number four? It's not, this is not a good kung fu film, but it's, it's, and I'm not going to talk about it long. Yeah. Um, it's it's blood sport. I love and blood sport, dude. I always I almost put Kuma, it on here. I reference Kumite and one of my first memories in a movie where there was an arcade with karate in it was yep. like that it was blood sport with Jean-Claude Van Damme and I just thought it was dope that he was a badass in real life or in real fake movie life and he was gaming on there and he was cold with the game too and you can do yep. both. Uh, and I mean, he could do helicopter kicks, and it was Kumite, and they, and they had uh, it had the dance had a, sequence, right? And they had that. Oh my god, that is so classic! It's like one of those fucking <laughs> cheesy, horrible films that represents an era but of I love those it. types of kung fu films that I fucking dug. You know what I'm saying? So yep. uh, that's what I like about the list as well. They're very personal. We can do whatever the fuck we like. Uh, and so Bloodsport, yeah. Uh. And they, I mean, they had the old school big ass Chinese dude that used to be in the motherfucking yes. movies and shit like that. So it know, also had the 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 bald dude. You remember the bald dude with the long hair and the mustache who showed up as a bad guy in every eighties movies, right? And I feel like I'm disrespecting him because he has like a really honorable name like Bobo or Elbow or some shit yeah. like that. But you know what I'm saying? The big Chinese dude. Everybody knows what the fuck I'm talking about. It's like the Mexican with the the tattoo on his stomach. Mm. Uh, right, Danny Trail. See, but at least we remember his name. Um, but Bloodsport, man, that's my number. Just 80s montage. I love extra it. Extra over-the-top whateverness. So anytime you hear me reference Kumite, if you use a youngin, go look up a little bit of the Bloodsport. If, if you know, you're around that area, you already know what time it is. It's on so, Amazon Prime streaming, and it's worth it. Every second of it. It's amazing. Yeah, it's fucking so stupid, bro. It's, it's fucking, so good. But it's also based on like a real human being. Yeah. So like that yep. that's what still carries its weight and makes it kind of kind of dope. It's kind of like a weird, you know, hyped up biopic of some souped up fucking American soldier dude that could fight the coronavirus. Man, that's my number four. One of my favorite Sundays I ever had was me and the wife chilling, watching Bloodsport, um, Out to Kill, and uh what was the last one we watched? Oh, Universal Soldier. Like so good. So good. Uh, my number three, it's in the t- show title this week, the 36 Chambers Shaolin, 36, dude, as soon as I listened to Wu-Tang Clan, I heard clips from this, I was like, I gotta go find this movie, and I was like 12 years old, 13 years old, rented it from Blockbuster, and it's absolutely amazing, I love the 36 Chambers Shaolin, it's a dude who goes and trains with some monks, learns some kung fu, and then it's fight sequence after fight sequence. But I'll say this, my favorite aspect of this movie is the actual training sequences. It's some of my favorite parts in the flick. It's so good. Again, like with most kung fu movies, there's barely a plot there. But that's not why you come to watch a kung fu movie. It's not the plot. It's the fight sequences. It's the action. It's the wire work. It's the movement. It's the aesthetics. It's the the scenery in the background. Like, I love the 36 Chambers Shaolin. Directly influenced straight from Wu-Tang. Um, had me as a kid wanting again to get back into karate, but I remembered getting kicked out of karate, so I didn't get back into karate. But yeah, that is my number three, Todd. What is your number three? I don't know karate, but I know crazy, and I think that's a dope 
dope motherfucking choice as well. And to kind of piggyback off what you're saying, this choice is actually based a little bit, not even a little bit. It's uh, got a good chunk to do with the plot. It's not fully the plot, but it's more so than I like to admit, and that would be Ip Man 2. Yes! IP Man is what I used to call it. IPA Uh, Man? That's a white dude in the suburbs. I used to call it IP Man. When I first, I was like, what's that IP Man over there at Blockbuster? What's that IP Man? But it's 2010 Donnie Yen um, adaptation of the story of Ip Man who chained uh, Bruce Lee. Most people that's listening to us already know that, but I already found it interesting. So uh, the Ip Man 2 film i really don't want to talk about it a lot if you haven't watched it if you're into kung fu films and you've seen it man then you already know why you know it's pretty high up on my list um if you haven't watched it please go watch that shit they're literally on netflix right now um they're worth it it all right and i mean they're subtitled chinese films that i truly like appreciate it for on on different levels not just don't get me wrong i mean it's the kung fu wushu Foshin yeah, and a warrior of such but the fact that I know that and the fact that it actually does cross over and kind of give a little bit of insight a little bit more into culture at least for me it you know uh, like it it would be something that if I was Chinese I can imagine it making me very proud to be able to you know express and put out in the world across the board as far as what their culture is about what they're yeah. what they stand for so it meant to it's a dope. It's a dope movie. It's definitely one of my favorite kung fu flicks of all time. I dig it, dude. That's an excellent choice. The Ip Man series in general, man, like almost made my list, but I just had a couple over there that bumped it, and I couldn't. To be honest, I couldn't pick one of them. It was either going to be the first or the second one, and it just barely missed. Um, my number two is a comedy of all things. It's com- It's Kung Fu Hustle. I love Kung. That movie is ridiculously over the top, but it's beautifully choreographed. Um, it's hilarious. It's one of the funniest movies I've ever seen. It's basically a cartoon come to life and it has Kung Fu in it and it's got amazing Kung Fu in it too, like Shaolin Soccer. But Kung Fu Hustle is by far one of my favorite movies of all time. If you've never seen Kung Fu Hustle or Shaolin Soccer, if you can appreciate a good satire slash parody of a genre that also at the same time pays respect to that genre, I highly recommend it. Kung Fu Hustle is by far one of my favorite flicks I have ever seen. I think I own like three different copies of that movie. Like it's it's definitely worth checking out. Um, but yeah, Kung Fu Hustle is my number two. That is an amazing choice, and I'm glad you covered the base on that one. It's just, there's a genre there that, you know. It, it rarely it, it, gets. It's just a well-done film. Yeah. It's a well-done comedy. It's a well-done comedy. But, yeah, let's get through it. My number two. Yes, sir. Is The Last Dragon, the 1980 film. Love it. Very gorgeous. You know. The Last Dragon. Yes. You Classic. One of the best bad guys. in glow. One of the best bad guys in movie history. Show enough. Motherfucking mm-hmm. right. You know what I'm saying? Um, which it almost could have been a parody of comic I mean comic, kung fu films, but it's actually, you know, just paid a lot of honor to it. It's still, you know, a hood classic like talking about like for real, for real like that. I love that fucking film. I mean, you got vanity in there. Yep. It's a level of a mixture of culture there. Uh that's like a perfect blend that I have rarely gotten a chance to see. Um, maybe Iron Fist, I think, kind of nailed some of this shit with uh, some of it, yeah, but but nothing like Last Dragon. Last Dragon, Last is, Dragon it, is unique. 
literally I could start bootlegging that bitch right now and people will fuck with Last Dragon still to this day and it's from 1985 at least where the fuck I come from I don't give a fuck about how it's rated I don't give a fuck about how people look at it Leroy Green just the whole I, I could go on and on about that fucking film and how it was almost as important to me growing up as like a Black Panther could be like and how like things like you know how yeah. dope it was to actually see that type of film and how it still carries on today. Like that's still, I could pop that movie on right now and have a grand time. Absolutely. So, but yeah, so uh, that's just my emotions running, man. R.I.P. Julius Carey, Miss Show Enough, R.I.P. Vanity. But yeah, motherfucking the Last Dragon. Last Dragon's a classic, dude. One of my favorites of all time. One of your favorites of all time. And I know for a fact one of Ralio's favorites of all time. For real? <laughs> yeah, dude. When we follow each other on Facebook, and when it first popped up on the Netflix, he's like, oh, my God, Last Dragon's on Netflix. Like, it's a classic, man. It's a classic. How can you get away with it? It's so good. It's so good. And it's unique. Um, Going into my number one Bruce Lee movie, I had to go with the classic Enter the Dragon. It is by far one of my favorites of all time. Um, it's what introduced me to Bruce Lee. Actually, you know, I take that back. The, the the movie that his son started in about his life is what introduced me to Bruce Lee. Dragon, The Last, whatever. You know that movie. Uh, mm-hmm. But then I had to go watch every Bruce Lee flick made. I watched Green Hornet as a kid. Like, I was kind of obsessed with Bruce Lee and Jackie Chan both growing up. But Enter the Dragon, by far, has been one of my favorites of all time. It's 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 got the classic artwork. Um, it's one of my favorite movie posters that I've ever seen. It's got some of the best fights in it, um, and it's just classic, man. It's like if you want to see like the origins of like where kung fu popularity in America started, it is Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee is what responsible for the start of popularity, and it was unfortunate. It was due to the Green Hornet show, which I like personally, but um, his movies also became extremely popular over here. So, hey, have quick question: Have you seen? Um, uh, that one movie, the Tarantino movie that just came out not too long ago. I never saw it. Once uh, upon a time, upon time, in, time in Hollywood. I didn't. I heard it was kind of disrespectful to um. Yeah, Jack, not Jack Ten to Bruce Lee. It I was get caught up in that. Oh, really? It was. There's a moment Maybe in there. That's why I shot, shot away from you. Know I'm a Quentin Tarantino fan, so it's rare for me to uh, kind of avoid a film. I, I'd I'm, still recommend watching it because I enjoyed right. it, but there is that moment with Bruce Lee where I was like, whoa, that's a little bit like, this is Bruce Lee we're talking about. Like, you know, but it's also a alternative history retelling of the Manson murders. So, you know, that being right. said, I definitely recommend it, but, uh, Bruce Lee's Enter the Dragon, it's, it's, it's literally, dude, when I see that artwork, when I see that poster, that just, that is everything I want in my life so into the dragon bruce lee that is my number one todd what is your number one this is the rare time that i do this normally i put things together like you know whatever we're not going to do that and i wear that shit out every week but um i rarely separate series movies yeah but just to get straight to it my number one is the original it man released in 2008 with donnie yen i separated them because at first honestly when i thought about it it was like it man two that I like it man two or better or it man one that was so good I was like man both of those films can stand on their own and that's what I love about yep. this series and that's what I love about learning about where Bruce Lee's origin came from less of the Hollywood aspect of it because I respect the fuck out of Bruce Lee I love his films I grew up in that era 
I also even like the crow. Like I hate yep. what happened to his son, but it's always been intriguing in the angle that was taken on in Donnie Yen's film, Ip Man. It literally sends something in my brain personally. You know what I'm saying? As far as how much I enjoyed the genre of kung fu films, it kind of it's a movie I can always watch. I literally put it on last night again. Had to watch it almost. I almost finished it again. Like I've seen that movie so many times. I remember that's one of the only films I remember still going into a blockbuster when blockbuster was open. Yep. Getting the film and watching it like three times, being like, "Damn." And it's aged relatively well. I mean, now this is about 12 years old. The fight with the, the fight that, that really sticks out in first kung fu films that's in that movie with the 10 black belts. Is oh, what it yeah. Represented in the emotion that had tied into it at that time. Still to this day, it's probably my favorite fight of all time in any kung fu movie, which is why it's my number one. Um, like I said, it, it hadn't quite aged as well as I thought it did. But it still had a, a pacing in it as far as a film. The subtitle didn't bother me, which is very rare in Kung Fu films. Um, and it's still just the shit. It represents a lot. It tells a story about 1937, China, and being invaded by Japan. And, you know, Nakasawa, they got reparations. So number one is Itman, Itman, Itman. I love it. One, I love it. Oh, it was Enter the Dragon. Oh yeah, my fault. <laughs> we that's, went. That's what kind of day, my bad, bro. You no, might to okay. cut that when I tripped out. No worries. We, went, we got know. some uh, also runs. I had the Undisputed series, uh, Police Story, another Jackie Chan, Ninja Three, The Domination. Uh, I had the Last Dragon on there. I had the Raid series, the Ip Man series, Fearless, another Japanese, or another Jack or Jet Li movie, um, and then I put Street Fighter. On my Osirots, because I love that stupid movie, like, and Chum Double Dragon. <laughs> I also put Double Dragon. I love those Double, stupid movies. The Double Dragon cartoon was good, too. Shout out Mike Pony one more time. Um, but yeah, Kill Bill yep. series, because I was on the fence, I should have called you. Drunken Master series with Jackie Yes, King. yes. Uh, shit that shouldn't count, like, all the Jet Li movies, Unleashed, uh, Cradle to the Grave, DMX. That DMX, back uh, when he was an act, when he was trying to crouching, be an actor. Crouching tiger and nigga something uh 36 chamber of something crouching tiger court. hidden dragon like, uh this doesn't count either i hate to admit this is a good movie but i, I really dug the forbidden king kingdom i think that was just i like that movie like yeah it's just a childish movie with jackie chan and jet lee in it it's literally so many motherfucking also runs though this is another one where I can't wait for like the Rob Hardens and yep. everybody else to come out with a list on this one too, um, because it's it's definitely gonna open up a weekend for sure. So I don't want to. I didn't know if it, it counted, but I had the Protector on my oh, Ong Bok. Wait, Ong Bok. Yes, I love Ong Bok. Because Muay Thai warrior, like yes. when it comes to the Muay Thai aspect of it, and it's a whole different kind of martial arts style. Yeah, with, and it's a completely. Different. I think I kept it off because then, like, it almost made my top seven actually. Yeah, it came close. I, I'm gonna keep it real. Uh, it was my number six, but yep. then I forgot about Hero. I was like, hold up, wait. Hero's so good. You I could have put it. At, I could have put Ong Bak at seven, but you know, Ong Bak was dude. I remember that movie came out and it just like everybody's like, "Have you seen Ong Bak? Like, have you seen it? It's incredible." But I don't know how I feel about the relationship with the elephants, so that's why it's on my also run. <laughs> Fair enough. 
Well, that's been this week's edition of Skip the Tutorial. Let us know what your favorite kung fu movies are. You can email us at skipthetutorialpodcast at gmail.com. Hit us up on Twitter at stt underscore pod. Facebook.com backslash skipthetutorialpod. Instagram.com backslash skipthetutorialpod. Um, I don't think I'm forgetting anything. Oh, the Patreon. Remember, we got the Patreon running. From now until October 31st, if you join, you're entered into a $60 Amazon gift card giveaway. So, as we always do before we sign off, stay humble. Chinese, Japanese, dirty knees. Look at these. Kung Fu movies are the best. Good night, Cambodia. We love you all. We do. Thank you.